morning. Welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader Podcast. I'm Nicola from NW Marketing. And today I'm joined by Kaya Hunter, who is an awesome life coach. And we're going to discuss what it looks like to find your passion after 40. So how are you today? I am so good, Nicola. Thank you for having me here. Awesome. Awesome. We are in a mastermind together and we know what it's like to be a coach (laughs) over 40. And I have wanted to have this discussion for ages because we're about inspiring women to know you're not too old. It's not too late. And your passion is awaiting you. So tell me, yeah, you no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, all the yeses to that. (laughs) So we all know what it's like. And now I want to talk to other people listening that might be heading to 40 or might be over 40 and might not feel aligned with where they're at. So you've been through this journey. So I want to chat. So what led you to start a coaching business at 49? Tell me all. Yeah, 49. Um, So coaching has been something that I've been interested in for such a long time. Like I would say at least 15 years or more. And for whatever reason, it um, it didn't eventuate until I was 49. So three years ago now. I um, was uh, in a financial and still own and run a financial services business that I took um, over. I was about 46, so 47 when I took over that business. And I'd been working in it for about four or five years prior. So I had this plan. I had this plan that I um, changed up my career. I was I used to work in media and I went to work in the finance industry. I was there for about four or five years. And during that time, there was always the plan and the intention for me to take over the business. Uh, and I did. And I was, I think, yeah, about 47 at the time. And then about a year after I took over that business, a business that I thought I would have and be in and love for the next 15 years, I just realized that it's not where my true passion um, was. And I circled back to that coaching, uh, coaching career or coaching space, if you like, which I kept circling back to and never really, never really dived into. So um, yeah, so about a year after I took over that business, I had this realization that that's my passion wasn't in it anymore to work in the business. So I still do have that business, but I've scaled it to the point now where it doesn't need me every day. Soon to be, it doesn't need me day to day at all. And that allowed me to, to launch the, the coaching business, like I said, at, uh, at 49. Um, so passion after 40. So you're 49 and you've got a financial services business and you're thinking this isn't lighting me up anymore. So you weren't sure where to go, but you knew life coaching or coaching was really what lit you up. So how did you go expanding into that? Yeah, so I it was a really easy transition because I launched my uh, coaching business initially as a money coach, which made sense coming from a financial services background. So helping women with you know with money and 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 their money mindset, you know their relationship with money, and and then it morphed into it morphed into business coaching. And I was a business coach working with new coaches for about 12 months. And then I realized after about 12 months, I started to get this feeling that it wasn't where I wanted to be, wasn't really lighting me up. I I knew in my heart I wanted to be a coach, but 
the reasons I went and became the reasons I moved into and became a business coach really I don't think in hindsight were the right reasons it was based on what a couple of other so-called experts uh, advised and said and you know the rules around what you should do and what have you and so a few months ago I just started having this nagging feeling that that wasn't the space where I wanted to be again I knew I wanted to be a coach but a business coach wasn't truly truly where I wanted to be and I keep thinking like I wanted to help the people I wanted to help women I wanted to help women over 40 still help them with their business if that's what they want help with but help them with money and relationships and weight and you know all other aspects of her life that that I wasn't doing when I was business coaching really um so so yeah so that kind of led me into the life coaching uh space and it's amazing that how by following your intuition just never leads you astray. You always end up where you're supposed to end up and just allowing that to not listening to the rules, not listening to the experts, just really following my intuition has led me to the place where I'm just unbelievably happy. Yeah, because that's exactly right. And we tend to think that we have to follow these rules that are set by these whoever, these imaginary people yeah. in society where, where, you know, if we were going to do any of this stuff, we should have done it in our 20s and 30s. And that's what we're told, that mm. after that, you need to stay in your lane and whatever you're yeah. in, you're in. And I tend to find that they don't have those same rules for guys as much. It tends to be a little bit more tailored to women because we, mm. you know, have kids, move around, you know, go to part-time work, back up, you know, it can change a little bit for us and we can feel a little bit trapped. And by the time we hit 40, 45 into 50, the kids are older and we do tend to have a little bit of a look inside and seem to think, well, you know, where am I? Am I I lit up? What did the next 10, 15, 20 years look like Mm -hmm. for me? And, And is this really what I want to be doing? And why not? Why do we have to follow these rules if our intuition is leading is saying well I've spent the last 20 years doing this and it was great and it supported my family and it was meant to be what it was at that time why now can I not make a change and do what lights me up now and and as you said it's not just about the business coaching it's about the mindset it's about our weight as we head towards menopause and other things and Mm -hmm. the emotions and our hormones and it's a package as a life coach it's a package isn't it that you're looking at it's not one part it's about how that all fits together yeah absolutely and you know I still have business coaching clients and I also have some life coaching clients who I'm helping with their business so it's it's just not segmenting a part of a person's life. And like I said, I'm helping one client at the moment with her business, with her weight, with her prioritizing herself. She's got two young uh, twins and, you know, uh, various other aspects of her life as well. So it's definitely not compartmentalizing. And and it's so true, you know, what you said about um, getting into our 40s and thinking, you know, is it too late or, or what have you? And it's definitely not. And, you know, I look back and I think, God, I, people must have thought I was crazy t- taking over this business that was in my plan and and I talked about for years. No sooner did I take it over that I had other goals and dreams. And I just thought, you know what, something inside is tugging me, is pulling me this way, and I can't ignore it. 
No. And I don't want to ignore it. You have to explore it. That's the thing. Mm. If it's tugging at you, you have to explore what that looks like. And you have to at least do it. Life, as we've spoken about, life is too short. Um, And it's, you know, if it's not lighting you up and you're pulled somewhere else, explore it if you possibly Mm -hmm. can, because otherwise it'll always sit there. And people in in, uh, business, small business owners or just women in general always need someone in their corner. And if you're drawn to that and you have something that can help people, why would you not want to explore that? And if there's a need for it and you have the skills to explore that, why not? And you've done lots of training in NLP and you've been able mm-hmm. to explore even more of that passion. So you're bringing even more value to your clients. Yeah, absolutely. Um, NLP is a wonderful um, coaching modality. So for those that don't know, it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Uh, So I'm a master practitioner in that and also timeline uh, therapy and hypnosis as well. So just some other tools that I can help my clients with and that's been a great learning and talking about NLP and talking about looping back to things I first discovered NLP about 15 years ago as well and was going to study it way back then and for whatever reason life got in the way you know marriage a baby divorce and all those things got in the way and talking to the company that I trained with earlier this year when I did my master practitioner Um, you know, they said, you've been on our database for a while. And I said, oh, really? How long have I been on your database? And they said, like 15 years, back in the day where uh, newsletters were sent via snail mail, not email. So I used to get these packages in the mail every so often. And so, yeah, I think I'm the um, the, long, the most longstanding um, person on their database. So it took me a long time to do it. And you know, but I don't have regret that I didn't do it sooner. You know, I firmly believe that everything works out for a reason and for whatever reason, this is the time that I was meant to do it. So, yeah, I absolutely love having that that uh, that tool on my coaching tool belt and getting some really great results with clients from it as well. Yeah, that's exactly right because we normally go to a coach, a business coach, life coach, mindset coach for certain parts of our lives that we just need support with. And mm-hmm. NLP is that area where because you are a practitioner in it, you can bring that to people's lives. And like we say with business coaching, instead of making all the mistakes of going left, right, left, right on your journey, a business coach can help you have a linear journey and um, and a much quicker result. And that's what a life mm-hmm. coach can help you with instead of trying to do things yourself left right going a life coach has the skills and from your own learnings to see from the outside and be able to give them somewhat of a linear path to the results they want and I think that why would you not want that if you are struggling in some areas because the, the results come quicker and you have an outside view in that support because we get in our own head don't we about what we should be doing and we go over and over and we Mm -hmm. replay it where you've got someone that comes from the outside can see your whole situation and can use their skills to really give you a path forward I find that that is an amazing tool yeah absolutely absolutely I found it amazing you know I've had a coach for the last 18 months and had a session with her this morning and we really reflected on the last 18 months and just the massive shifts that that um that I've had in working with her in the last 18 months around my mindset my thoughts my beliefs and um it's been 
invaluable. Like I'll be forever grateful that that I had her in my corner for yes. sure. She and definitely kept me on the kept me on the straight and narrow and gave me that perspective, like you said. And she and she challenged me and but you know supported me and really held the belief in me at times where I didn't have it myself. So she kind of almost um literally supported me with that belief until I was able to have it in myself. Like just best thing I ever did. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I, I think having whichever part of life where you need support, there's a coach that mm. will give you that. And yeah. um, I, I do believe, I mean, people put it back to like having a fitness coach. Um, the more you work with a fitness coach, the results, you can see them. It's exactly yes. the same when it comes to mindset or business, the results will grow and you will see them. And sometimes you need someone to kick you up the butt. I mean, oh, and that's yeah. why um, <laughs> we do, I used to do a lot of sessions on uh, my Instagram, uh, kick up the butt sessions, because I know <laughs> small business owners in particular I work with a lot of tradies they need to kick up the butt they just need yeah. someone to say get your shit together give me this do this do this get yourself set up and you will see the changes and they otherwise they just sit there and it's something else that sits in the back of their mind that they know mm. they have to do and they never realized and mm. I think we need to realize the advantages too of being over 40 in having older kids, in having the, you know, the 20s and 30s gone, we're actually able to do a lot more of this stuff. And oh, absolutely. Explore this stuff more than we would have been able to do mm-hmm. back then. So instead of saying, oh, now I've hit this or whatever, look at it as a chance to reinvent that part of you that you've always wanted to explore. Why mm-hmm. not look at it in a positive realm and really dive deep into what it looks like for you from 40 to 60 what does that look like for you and start planning yeah absolutely I mean you know for me personally and you know I know with my clients as well I definitely don't want to get to a ripe old age and have any regrets um you know I lost my father last year and I just thought off the back of that I just thought gosh you know life is life is just too darn short and I want to make sure that the last whether it's 10, 15, 20 years of work for me, career for me, business for me, is doing something that I really want to do. And and with my clients, you know, I want to make sure that they're doing whatever it is that they want to do, whether that's start a business, scale a business like I've done and exit from it, change careers, or whether they just want to start spending time with elderly parents or adjusting to an empty nest, whatever it might be, but really just making sure that you don't, like I said, get to that age of retirement or, you know, and and have any regrets. Like 10 years is a long time to be stuck in a job, a career, a business, whatever, not loving it. Yeah, that's right. And, and and people are scared and, and I get that, mm. uh, you know, they're scared to, to leave a salary job and, and if yeah. they do want to start a business, it's a big thing. Um, yeah. But, you know, if you open yourself up to the journey, you're more likely to invite all the good things in. And do you really, even if you do have a salary, but you're hating every day of your life, I mean, that can't be great. And I mean, we have to be yeah. honest with ourselves sometimes and see how that fits. And I know myself as a small business owner, I got into the thing of um, thinking I had to fill every hour of every day with some form of work. And I realized um, just recently that I don't have to do that. I own Mm. my own business. So (laughs) why am I not taking advantage of the benefits of that? So from the beginning of August, I've blocked out nine till 11. It's my time. 
it's my time. My staff can come in after 11 because we, we work um, from my place. And those two hours are mine every day mm. to do what I want. Walk the dog, exercise, go and walk around the river, you know, go to the shop. Do It's my time because, yeah, I, I sit on my couch and I'm still scrolling Instagram and working at night. On the weekends, I'm uploading modules for mm-hmm. my books. I'm working. So, yeah, yeah, you've got to do whatever it is that looks like for you. I think especially after 40, start giving back to yourself because you've given everything to your job and your family. Start giving back to you in those increments, whatever that is for you. That's what I found um, I've started putting more emphasis on now than I did before. Yeah, that's such a good point as well. And that's what I talk to a lot of women, you know, in that 40-plus age bracket is that they have, not prioritize themselves they've been a mama wife or whatever it is for such a long time that they haven't prioritized themselves and it's really important it's interesting what you said about you know having that flexibility and blocking out time and so forth it's definitely I know for me was a shift coming from a corporate background and more recently from a financial services background that was very time-based it's been an adjustment to go to have that more, you know, to have that flexibility rather and have that flow in your business. It's definitely, definitely a shift. It's a beautiful shift, uh, but it was definitely a shift because we're so, well, I know for me personally, having worked in corporate for decades, I was so conditioned into that corporate way. You know, you get in early, you leave late, you've got to be seen to be doing, you know, putting in the hours and and all of those sorts of things. And those are the people that win in the game um, where it's definitely, definitely been something to get used to is having that flexibility and that openness in your schedule and you get to decide what your schedule, what your schedule looks like. (laughs) And you know, one thing I only learned, which I would, try and tell small business owners from the beginning is I don't know why but I was always paying everyone else and not me Mm. I don't know why I did that that was a real mindset shift for me I realized that I was you know paying myself whatever would be a a smaller wage Um, but since um, COVID hit and and restructured and and started everything again and and did business coaching and really really dive deep into what I was doing I realized that yes I've started since the last 10 months paying myself a proper CEO wage and putting that first and saying, no, this is my life. This is my, mm. instead of making everyone happy in my business, trying to keep the business, um, you know, going and having all this stuff and busy, busy, busy. And then when I really started to dive deep, learning that I really wasn't looking after myself. Yeah. I was making sure everyone else was okay. And then realizing, well, no, this is, I'm 47. This is my my life I need to start building up you know paying um you know the house off and and making sure I was putting the effort for all this effort into your business Mm. back into my life and that was a decision I made in the last 10 months I've managed to really really up my lifestyle and why not because when you put in all this effort to grow a business why are we not giving back to ourselves and making Mm. sure that our lifestyle is how it should be from owning a business. The risk we put in, the hours we put in, the jobs we provide for people, but we always put ourselves last, a lot of small yeah. business owners. And that's what I've learned um, this last year is to know you need to, it's your life. It's like putting oxygen on if you're a parent. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, how are you ever going to um, yeah. really have a successful business or 
be happy in your business. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I love that you've done that. (laughs) And I think us women and and mums in particular tend to just, you know, get used to or allow putting ourselves last for for too, too long. And a lot of the women that I coach with have definitely been doing that and is definitely something that they have become aware of and want to focus on, whether it's, like you said, paying yourself in the business or whether it's just, you know, starting to look after themselves, starting to go back into exercise or starting to look after their nutrition. I had a client a couple of weeks ago say, I always make sure my kids have got, um, you know, really healthy lunches packed for school. And I usually just grab whatever I can on the fly. Why do you do that? And, you know, that's just another example. Like you said, whether it's paying yourself a wage or whether it's making sure the kids eat well, but I don't eat well myself or making sure the kids get to netball and soccer and stuff, but I don't have time to go to Pilates myself. So it's yeah. uh it's a big one for sure yeah and it's all i mean it's an age old one and it will always be there mm-hmm. but i've definitely learned from business um it it was just this thing of i always wanted to make sure everyone else was okay yeah. and then you know and then just realizing well no you know when i when i explored the idea of profit first and making sure that you had you know you knew exactly where your things were and you were putting money aside for profit um, and having 50% of that just for you, you know, mm. even if it was 60 bucks, you know, you go and yeah. buy yourself lunch because you're putting the risk in as a business owner. Yeah. Why are you not getting some of the benefit? Even if it's, mm-hmm. you know, as you said, and I, that was a game changer for me in mindset yeah. in regards to, yeah. And the first thing I did my first quarter dividend to myself <laughs> was 600 bucks for a quarter and I bought a bag and a purse. I never bought, hadn't bought anything for myself for years. And I thought, so that was my one thing to myself as a gift to myself for being a business owner and putting in the hard frigging yards. I love that. Is something for me, you know, it's not, you know, it had nothing to do with the wage or paying or whatever. That's Mm -hmm. a little dividend that Mm -hmm. as a bonus to yourself for being a business owner. And I'd highly recommend anyone who's in small business trying to implement something like that. Mm -hmm. Reward yourself, even the smallest things, reward yourself and watch your mindset change when that happens. Yeah, we don't tend to do that. We don't tend to reward ourselves or celebrate ourselves for, for our achievements. We sort of, well, I know for me personally, I kind of, you know, will um, have a, something worth celebrating and sometimes it barely even rates and rates a mention you just onto the next challenge onto the next problem or the next goal or whatever it might be we don't often slow slow enough down to to celebrate those wins or like you said think about you know giving yourself that that gift for the hard work that you put into your into your business yeah and, and yeah. I think I think that's where we tend to go wrong we move on to what we're what we don't have the next step mm. we haven't got to yet. Yes. I'm on to that. But, okay, like I, um, in our mastermind, um, when I was uh, launching an online course and I was getting into the mindset of, oh, I, I don't have enough ready, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet, you know, not many people are signing up yet because I wasn't in the right mindset. But then sitting down and journaling what I had done in the last six months to build this coaching, I'd only started in January, Mm-hmm. And this is like, you know, um, only six, seven months in and you expect the world because you want that next step now. But when you journal what you have done in six months, mm-hmm. 
that's, you know, get back to that, that it comes back to the gratitude thing, but, you know, start rewarding yourself for the small things because no one else will. So, because everyone's on to the next thing. So that's what I try and tell my clients when we're doing marketing and we're doing launching and doing things, reward yourself for the small steps and the small wins because no one else will. And you need to be kind to yourself because that's, yeah. I got into that mindset of, oh, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. No, Nicola, step, step back. What have you done in the last six months? Mm. Tick all those things off and ask yourself how many people would have done that amount of stuff in that amount of time. So mm. start being good to yourself because we're not, we know what we're like. We, no one is ever kind to themselves. No, exactly. And um, two things just came up as you were saying that is, um, the rewards don't have to be big either. You know, they could be something small. They don't even have to be something that's, that you have to purchase. You know, it could be just something small. And sometimes for me, it's been as simple as pouring a glass of wine and going sit, and going to sit in the backyard and, you know, looking up at the sky and just being grateful. So it doesn't have to be something uh, expensive. And the other one, I loved what you said about, about rewarding yourself and and noticing all the things that you've been doing because quite often when you start a business, you feel like you're doing, 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 doing all these things and you're not getting the the results yet or the revenue yet. And it's really important to take stock of all of the things that you're doing and reward yourself and celebrate those, particularly before you start seeing, you know, that revenue, that revenue and the results coming in. I always have my clients do like a little wins journal uh, and each week get them to sit down and write, you know, their biggest three wins of the of the week. And it's so fun to do and to go back and look at it. I know I've done it myself is to go back and look at, you know, your wins from 12 months ago when you first start your business or whatever it might be. And it's like, oh, isn't that cute? I did that back then. And yeah, how things had changed. But yeah, I think uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, and we, and we do forget because we're on, like you said before, yeah. we're just on to the next thing. And they're, mm. they're just things I've learned um, in my 40s to really just um, step back. And like for me, like you're saying, it doesn't have to be, um, the rewards don't have to be big. I've just sometimes just taken the dog out for an hour walk in the middle yeah. of the day. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and isn't that a reward enough? I can just yes. take my dog in the sun in the middle of the day and go for an hour walk, listening to podcasts or doing whatever I want for yeah. an hour. You know, God, that is a reward in itself. Who mm. who can do that normally? So that's when you're, you're going to reward yourself for being a business owner and putting in the hard yeah. yards, taking little things out of it and realizing how good your life actually is. And, yeah. and I think women, um, we don't do that enough. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, the more we can sneak those little things in, the better our mindset becomes. And then you come back and you're, you're ready to, you know, you're ready to yeah. rock and you're going to be more productive than sitting there bitching and moaning to yourself that, you know, zero people have signed up I put this post out and no one did anything about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get out there, you realize how great your life is, you come back. And then if you show up on a live or if you show up after that, watch your energy be different. Mm. And um, that's what I try and tell clients. It's all about the energy and making sure you're putting yourself out there in, um, you know, your best way forward. Because otherwise, you know, people don't want, you know, you know, misery guts bloody sitting there. I mean, <laughs> no one wants to see. Yes, we, we all have to show the behind the scenes that the business isn't great. Yeah. And I accept that too. But, you know, come on, you know, inspire and, and get people out there because mm. we do that in our mastermind and everyone needs somebody. So if you're in a mastermind, if it's a Facebook group, if it's a networking event, 
um, you know, go out there, show up and just um, get that support because, you know, entrepreneurship's hard and um, it can be a really lonely journey if you don't have that support. Um, so yeah. it's definitely all about support. Um, yeah, okay, so what, what would you say out of everything that we've done mm-hmm. today, out of your journey to where you are now, um, what are the three main learnings that you would say um, you've taken from that and you would recommend or just that you would put out there for, for women looking to uh, explore their aligned journey after 40? What would you after say? 40. For sure. Um, definitely, definitely follow your intuition. It will never lead you astray. Um, so listen, you know, to that. Um, the second one would be don't follow the rules. Or don't feel like you have to follow the rules. At the end of the day, a rule is just something that someone's made up that a few people, a bunch of people, a large number of people agree on. It definitely, it's it's just a thought at the end of the day. It's not, it's not hard and fast. So feel free to break the rules. Um, and the last one, and this sounds a little bit cliche, but you're not too old and it's not too late. Mm-hmm. I started my coaching business at 49. Um, I took over my other business at 47. It is not too late. No, a hundred percent. And like we said before, your forties are the best time to do that because you tend mm. to have a lot more freedom, um, yeah. a little bit more freedom. So why not lean into that? Uh, you know, I've done it. You've done it. We've all been able to to find what's been niggling us and mm-hmm. really give that life. And yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be hard on the way, but hey, isn't it worth it? Uh, in the end, to know that you're giving it all um, and you're exploring what that looks like. I think it's fun. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a fun journey, a hard one, but nothing ever good comes, you know, without, without um, working hard. So, you know, I just think it's fun. And, and I've been able to find so many great uh, friends and, and business clients and, and, and through all of this. And again, that's building community, isn't it? Mm. And you're able to give that to people. And I, I just think that's amazing. Yeah, um, and I, I've loved your journey in particular. Um, you know, we haven't gone into the whole of it here, but your whole life journey leading up to it and yeah. you'll just never give up attitude to everything and, and <laughs> you need to actually, you know, lean in at, at after, you know, you know, buying the business and, and then realizing it really wasn't lighting you up and to be strong mm. enough to just <laughs> lean into that and start in. I, I just think that that is something that um, it, it has to learn. There's learnings in there and it's mm. also inspiring for people that are in the same journey. So I love that. Mm. And I've loved talking to you today and being in the same mastermind as you. So we get to talk yeah. all the time. I know. Um, so good. It's just nice to know that um, people are on the same journey and it's not mm. you and the problems are universal and there's yeah. ways to work through them and, the final thing I'll say, it's all in your mind. So it has to be worked out. It's all yeah. in your mind. If you think you can't or you think you can, you're probably right. We all love that yes. saying by Henry yes. Ford because good one. it's so true. It so if you think you can't, well, basically you're right. And if you think Absolutely. you can you're basically right. Yeah, right. <laughs> choose which one you want and you'll live with that one. And um, I'd hope you choose the, the one um, that leads to inspired action because I think that would be so much more fun. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It's been awesome talking and um, Thank you. Um, I look forward to our chats uh, going forward. But if you want to find out where Kyra is, what's the best place for them to find if they want to work on life coaching, if they want to get freebies from you in regards to mm-hmm. um, eBooks, et cetera, what's the best place? 
Yep. So I tend to hang out on Facebook more than anywhere else. So I am uh, just at Kaya Hunter Coaching. So it's K-A-I-A underscore Hunter Coaching. And that's where you can find me. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Yeah. So if anyone's listening to this and they're over 40 looking to where to put their life, um, get in touch. Uh, Kaya can help you um, navigate that world. Sometimes you just need someone in your corner who has the skills to help you navigate and you'll never go wrong uh, looking at that as your way forward. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. And I'll keep following you online, of course, and hopefully everyone else can go check you out as well. And thank thanks you for so being much. On the podcast. Thanks See for ya. having me. Thanks, Nicola. See ya.